Hello, SPG players, and welcome to another episode of an unexpected podcast. And today I've got the entire crew with us, and it's we're all here at Articon. We're gonna be talking about I, I the see, entire I crew. See. We're, we're <laughs> here in the, the, the whole crew plus Alex here. Minus So This is Rob. Alex. This is the Rob place. <laughs> we went through a time machine. We're not cutting any of this out. <laughs> Who's Rob? Better, right? Exactly. He's Rob. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. New Rob. <laughs> you know, you know how like in in television series, like between seasons, sometimes like an act, one of the characters will come back being played by a different actor. That's what's happening now. This is Rob played by Alice. Oh, Rob. so actually, that's Batman. Yeah. Right. Uh, Rob. Michael Keaton. Keaton. This is Christian yeah. Bale. Yeah. So the entire crew and our Robert Cron replacement <laughs> will be talking about. Articon. And that's where we're at right now, filming. We're all together and uh, going over some doubles. We're going to be talking about the doubles that we've done, some of the Masters qualifiers, for those who don't know. It's uh, our second attempt or last attempt to get into the Masters, which is essentially a tournament where it's only the most expert players in the world play. We're going to be talking about how Evan did in that. And then we're going to be talking about how Rainier snuck in. <laughs> technicality. I opened the door and I was like, is this Narnia? And it was just psychopaths that beat the crap out of me. Exactly. Well, while these two dealt with that, uh, the rest of us did the doubles. And we're then going to be well, pretty much rounding it up with that. So, without further ado, before we get into the Masters and tell you about that, how was your two double games? We had um, Matt and Alisher. So Alisher, our Rob replacement, played doubles together, and I played with a random. Well, brain. first we got to discuss how Evan got into. The- Actually, yeah, let's talk about how these two got in. Just how they got into the match. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need to discuss that. So Evan failed to win Nova, which would have given him the Masters title. Well, thanks, Devin. <laughs> so uh, he had to come back into his last chance qualifier. So. Tell us about your last chance to get it. Yeah, so um, while well, he was playing in it too, Dad was. I was. Um, yeah, so last year I um, last year I got in from the last chance qualifiers. Um, so did I. Yes, you did. Yeah. That was very fun. Um, and then this year it was way way bigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this year it was way bigger. Last year we had like twenty people. This year it was like sixty or something. Um, so it was just a four, four rounds um, and uh, no real tiebreakers other than VP difference. So you really had to to win your games and uh, win them with a lot of VPs. Uh, but originally when we went into the tournament, we thought it was going to be one master's slot just for the first place. And then they announced uh, at the beginning of the tournament that it was actually two. And then yep. on the, the fourth... Of nerd- ah! <laughs> By the way, this is a spoiler alert. Indeed. And then in the fourth game, they announced there was going to be a third Masters player. So in total, um, top three get Masters, which was exactly the same as what happened last year. Um, what place did you get? So I came in second. Um, I got I got four wins. Um, the guy ahead of me, Sean Lang, got four wins. Uh, I don't know if you, Dad, want to go over that game real quick. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, unfortunately, I wasn't aware that there were going to be three slots for uh, for the Masters. So, I was like, well, I got to get to the top table and win, right? Because there's going to be, like, one slot. So, I got to the top table in the last game and played Sean Lang and didn't win. 
um, which uh, uh, I would have been kind of more depressed about had it not been such a fantastically fun game with uh, Sean, who was a great player and a great, great guy to play with and a great guy to uh, great guy to lose to. And Evan had the superior strategy, which was to sneak in the back door um, and uh, play on table three, win up and uh, uh, take the second prize. Which yeah, was of course. I had the great strategy, strategy of having four incredibly close nerve-wracking games, <laughs> which got me in second place, and it was all all planned perfectly. So, How many yes. rounds were in the Masters? Four. Was, there was yeah, four, not, four not Masters. Not, not, so sorry, the qualifiers. The qualifiers had four Yeah. Yeah. So, there were four. So, uh, so yeah. So, Evan, Evan got in. And, Rhea, how did you get it? On a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got an invite years ago before I moved. What was it, uh, four years ago? I think it was four years. Yeah, four years. Four years. So Rainier was invited to Masters. I was, I was, but then I moved to South Korea and haven't really played the game in three years. And yeah, um, I questioned my own sanity, guys. So yeah, that's how I got in there. We'll we'll, we'll talk. More so to clarify, well, did you want to clarify how the invitation occurred? Basically, he didn't <laughs> fail to win Nova, unlike other. Masters qualifiers. Right? I did win nobody. Yeah. yeah, he actually yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. No big deal. It wasn't this Nova. Wasn't this no. Nova? It was a Nova. It was like a Nova years ago. It was like yes. a supernova. In the land before time. In the land before COVID. Yeah. So yeah. basically that's why James opened it up to three players because he realized that a person who should have went to Masters years ago. Had not yeah. he let because the, the, in. the no the Nova representative for this year could yeah. not make it and exactly. last year could not make it and the year before could not make it yeah it, well I mean so I was traveling from America oh yeah. yeah I was like I'll do it and so there you go um, all right so next on the agenda I guess is the 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 World Doubles Team Championship um, uh, which once again, if those of you may remember from last year, I got left at the altar once um, by my son who went up to Masters and abandoned me to play with uh, Henry. Uh, this year he abandoned me again, and I was able to find another adopted son, Alisher, who's Rob. Yeah. Rob. Rob. Here, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, new Rob. And we were able to go through the doubles together. Um, we want to talk through this. We'll, we'll talk through those games briefly. And then um, uh, once I disclose, get rid of all the uh, um, error messages. Error messages. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I want to make sure I get people's names right. So um, the first round we played was uh, against a uh, pair of Dutch players. This was uh, um, Dirk Helms and Akeem Vieira. Um, we're playing, playing uh, Bears. And Akeem was actually somebody that I played against in the um, in the last chance qualifier, um, where we had an emperor off, um, and he was, uh, I, I, I had taken his emperor down in that fight and he was after me for, um, uh, after me for revenge, uh, and this time brought bears. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, unfortunately for Akeem, this was he and Dirk's first time playing the bears and had, they had forgotten that Bjorn has to charge um, and kind of led with Bjorn and ended up in a situation where um, there was bear baiting that went on and uh, <laughs> Bjorn, Bjorn got pulled out um, uh, all by his lonesome eight inches in front of the rest of the Bjornings surrounded by the Easterlings because we had you know, moved second um, and uh, 
uh, managed to, even though we had two striking heroes, we had both the Emperor and Rukabi in there striking, um, managed to outstrike us, get up to 10 to our nine, but then proceeded to uh, roll a one, one, two, two on his, um, uh, on his rolls with Bjorn, meaning the best he could get was a five. And considering, I think like two thirds of our army was in contact with him at that point, so rolling lot. dice in that fight, um, meant that we we rolled a six and dispatched Bjorn. And um, they put up a hard fought match after that. Um, but you know, losing Bjorn was kind of cool. It was all down. The, the turning point from there. Down. So um, if you're listening, if you're listening, team, sorry about that again. But um, you know, as you pointed out, uh, that's a lesson you'll never unlearn. So <laughs> um, about Bjorn having to charge. I think uh, let's see if I can find round two here. I'm using my handy dandy twenty um, uh, round summary. Uh, round two was the take and hold scenario against um, uh, Neil Cook from the UK and Ben Haslam from the. Uh, from the UK, um, boy, these are, I'm sitting here at the end of the tournament and um, this is a, uh, this is a bit of a blur, but, um, uh, what was your Ben Balrog and a dragon. Balrog and a dragon, I'm gonna forget the Balrog and a dragon. dragon with fly and magic specifically. Yeah, that's right, Balrog and dragon. Um, and this is one where we had to get to the, it was basically kind of the devil's version of whole ground. Whole ground. And, um, uh, they they came to the center. Um, they were doing lots of casualties, and then we managed to I think get priority, win a roll off, surround the dragon, kill the dragon, and then the, the emperor was on a tear throughout the duration of looking back. Yeah, the emperor that's was on right. a tear yeah. throughout the duration of the doubles. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for a um, uh, a blade wrath emperor, um, a grip blade wrath emperor against a trapped opponent. So we were able to in sequence kind of take both of. Uh, those heroes down. Um, let's see, round three. Tom and John. Tom and John, that sounds right. They were playing. Yeah, help me out. They were playing Imrahil and Boromir, and then right. a few knights, but primarily the majority of Imrahil's warband was the guys with the pikes. Um, Recall what their name is, and then a bunch of fountain guard. The scenario, I don't even know. So the scenario, this is the double scenario with objectives, where you have um, uh, a center objective and then four objectives, you know, kind of one off towards each corner. Yeah. And you have the the primary force, who in our case was the emperor, and in their case was Imrahil and friends, um, basically square off uh, across the center objective. And then the secondary armies come in through Maelstrom of Battle. Um, and uh, the, the Emperor and, and Imrahil kind of went at it for a while, and their warbands were grinding each other down. Boromir and his friends came in from the side and went to grab one of the side objectives um, uh, and kind of fought Rutabi and her warband along the way as Rutabi tried to keep Boromir from getting to the center to help out. Um, and I think that that one turned when uh, the basically Imra, Imra Hill was kind of like running over you know, in, in the midst of running over people. Um, the emperor had been pinned down by one of the pikemen, and Brorgear had managed to manage to get within range with a tremor, kill the pikeman that um, was in contact with uh, 
um, the emperor, the emperor came in behind uh, Imrahil, trapped him and killed him. Um, and then I think at the end, um, Boromir managed to come in and, and get a contested center objective and they got one of the flank objectives, but we got the other three. Um, and I think that was the. I think we broke them then without being broken, and obviously we killed the general. Yeah, um, but that was a, that was a a fun game and kind of went down to the end until that last turn when we were able to get the emperor into Amrita. Um Round four. Round four was against Ring Rays, and this was Tommaso and who was Tommaso's? Um, I'll find it. Actually, for the listeners, that who is Tommaso? He's like one of the top rated Italian players in the world. Right? He's the he he won the U series, yeah. No, yeah. No, actually, no. He's, he's well, he was only one or only two. Or he was three. he was on the Italian team that were second, actually. Yeah. No, Eric Rigoli is. Yeah. Uh, Eric, that, uh, okay, so this is not Tommaso. Oh no, this is not. No, Tommaso was the other one. Oh, Tommaso was Tommaso Zerbi and Eric Rigoli. It's a big deal because oh, yeah, actually these are very top tier players that is, that is in the player. Italian. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and they did they so oh, yeah, oh, yeah, playing the Black Riders, playing the Black oh, Riders, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. playing nine race. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Um, I just didn't realize it, <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize it at the time. I didn't realize I was playing Tabasso. At the time. I mean, I mean, we have been doing this for about three years, yeah. I know, so, well, well, good yeah. you guys didn't have to play them twice, yeah. Well, yeah, spoilers, ah. yeah. Um, uh, so nice, um. You want to go over both games and then at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, so in in the first game we played against Tommaso. Um, uh, geez, what was the scenario? Oh, this was this was a no escape scenario where basically you line up uh, your wa- your warband and your opponent's warband uh, face off in the center of the uh, primary warband. So the emperor and friends, and then f- lined up against four ring rays. Um, and uh, then the sec- then the secondary forces kind of march on behind the primary forces. Um, and uh, Tommaso and Eric had kind of put their their primary warband away from the emperor um, and came up and basically commenced black dart bombardment on the emperor, trying to kill him. The emperor headed toward the other side of the board, managed to survive the black dart um, bombardment, and basically we sent. Because this was a scenario where you got you got points for killing the leaders. And yeah, and yeah. You got points for the banner. You get points for the banner. And the only way we were really thinking we were gonna win this is to keep the banner alive. Um, because so we sent we sent our we sent our leaders away and left the rest of the army to fight on its own. Um, and managed to get the emperor away and keep him keep him safe um and keep the banner points. Um, but on the last turn they did kill enough models to break us. Mm-hmm. Um uh, just fighting the the, the guys on their own. Um, and then, all right, so I, I, have a, I have a commentary here on the race list that I'll, I'll give when we get to the last round. But round five, we played uh, Luca and Brian. Um, Luca from Italy and Brian from Spain. Um, I think they're both actually from the Canary Islands, which seems like a really fun place to, to live. Um, and they had um, Dane and Thranduil and uh, a bunch of elves and Iron Hills dwarves. This was the cornered scenario where you where the emperor starts in the middle with his his gang of folks, um, and he needs to hold out in the middle to hold the central position uh, in time for his other half of his army, which is marching in from the edge to kind of get in and believe him. And you get you get points basically for keeping your general alive for um, the requisite period of time, and then get points for kind of the central position. 
and the other team gets points for killing the enemy's general and taking the position. And they charged in with um, with Dane and Thranduil up front um, and started hacking their way through. We managed to get Burger up there quickly because we had um, the drum and kind of backing him up, moving him in. Managed to get off a, a cheeky tra um, tremor that killed a bunch of guys and um, actually took Thranduil off of his horse. And wounded him twice. And wounded him twice, yeah. <laughs> um, so about, about as good a tremor as you could, you could possibly expect from that situation. And that kind of cut a hole through the middle of their line. And when we got priority the next turn, because they were trying to preserve might, we sent a bunch of guys through it, wrapped around, and basically kind of trapped, basically trapped um, Dane, uh, a Dane on the wrong side of uh, uh, our front line. And the emperor went in and said, <laughs> uh, said, I know what to do with that trap hero. <laughs> and then um, I think the first turn, the first turn he ended up losing, but didn't take any wounds because he managed to fade him off. The second turn, he and Rutabi went in and tag teamed, and this time he was blade wrapped. Um, and we won that one, and that kind of erased Dane pretty quickly. Um, and then uh, Brando continued to try to break through the lines, but didn't really succeed. Um, and then we played our last game um, again against Damaso and uh, and Eric, and um, yeah, again against Rays. And this was in this was in the duel of wit scenario, which is basically about killing specific targets, um, which is not the game you want to play against Rays. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, so this was this was an exercise in basically denial strategy and seeing how long we could kind of fence off, basically keep all the Rays more than twelve inches away from the Emperor. Um, and we managed to keep, we managed to keep up because it was a one where you get banner, banner points too. So you know until they took somebody down, we were going to win two zero. Um, although that was really kind of I think our only viable strategy for for winning because we weren't going to to necessarily take down our targets, um, which were random raids. Um, uh, and we we managed to pull it off until the very last turn of the game, and with with the very last available point of will, they managed to get the killing black dart in on the emperor. Um, but all right, so now my, now my commentary. So that was the last game. We ended up coming in um, four and two, uh, and now my commentary on the uh, on the wraiths list. And this is not at all a commentary about um, Tommaso and, and Eric, um, uh, it, but but. Boy, the raids list is just just a miserable. I don't know how you guys feel, but it's just a miserable list to play against. It's like playing against the raids is like taking an accounting class with more math. Um, and I don't know what that And uh, yeah, it's it, it's an exercise in basically you know you're not trying to win the game, you're trying to like not lose the game for as long as possible. Um, yeah, you're trying to just like. Get them to deplete their because they will deplete resources right. pretty fast. Right. right, I think they have three or four good turns in them, and then they don't really have an ability to do much else after that. Right, so they have to do. It. And to be fair, they played you know a dragon ember right before us going into the sixth round. They killed it to turn two, right? Mm -hmm. So the black whatever darts were just really effective. Right? Yeah. And well, you know, look in in you know in in defense of the list. I mean, they they also they, they lost that game against the Dragon Emperor because that was the they played the Dragon Emperor against the the center objective one, and I guess they just you know couldn't you know kind of cut down the numbers enough to to win that. Um, so there are some scenarios they don't win. I mean, my complaint my complaint against the list is not that it's 
competitive. My complaint against the list is that it is just not, it is not a fun experience to play against. I think other people have said this, that it's, um, you know, it's a lot of it is just your opponent telling you what they're going to do to you and you really have no ability to respond. I mean, to a certain extent, that's true. To a certain extent, it's not. You, there is some strategy there. There are, are some tactics that work and we were using them. It's just not, it's not, it's not the SPG game that we know and enjoy where you're, you know, you're in having a fight with each other and your heroes are, are going at it. It's very stat focused. Yeah, it's very, it's very stat focused. So it's very counting focused. From the perspective of that, would you rather play against this or against the sold on Z? Oh, that's current that's edition? An, that's an interesting question. Because like, I saw the like, like, I think the, you can definitely the, just draw a similarity between them because there's like four really big evil legendary legions, or there were uh, before the yeah. FAQ came out and nerfed um, Assault on there's a big difference i'd say between assault on lothlorien and the easterlings yeah. which are the strongest lists available but they you're still playing SBG, and then assault on helms deep and the ring rates where it's almost like you're not playing SBG. one person is playing the entire game and you're just not um, and those well, I mean, to, to be clear, those experience, those experiences are very different playing against Assault on Helm's Deep and playing against the Black Riders. Neither of them are fun, yeah. but, but they're, they're, they're not fun for different reasons. I mean, Assault on Helm's Deep is very much the, is, is as much fun as, um, you know, playing a, playing a World War One guy where you're the side that's been assigned to like run across no man's land to exactly. the other side of the trenches. Blow the whistle. You know? yeah. like, there we go. It's a lot of fun for the people who are waiting in the trenches to shoot at you as you come across, but it's not much fun for the guys that are running across the field. And that's the, that's the problem. I mean, the, I, I think we're, we're talking with Victor from Sweden about this um, over dinner. And the point he made is it, it's a lot like the, um, the uh, um, Vanquishers and the Necromancers. It's a lot like playing against the Black Riders is a lot like playing against the Vanquishers and the Necromancers before they were nerfed, um, where um, it's like you show up, you put your models on the table, and then this, you know, this other army like does things to you. And you don't really, you have a very limited ability to influence what they're doing to you. And occasionally if they make a mistake, you can exploit it. But most of the other time, you're just kind of like sitting there waiting while, you know, they strategize and they do things and you kind of come up with a, you know, you, you, you try and exploit any any mistakes that they make. But until they make some, you know, you're just kind of sitting there like, and by the way, I think there's a, there's a, there's a post somebody, um, I think, I think you're, you're a bit like this. Yeah, so the, uh, of me in this last round of, of, of the game, just sitting there like this. Yeah. You and Alistair were twins, and then Alistair was on one yeah, side doing this, you were on the other Rob, side Rob, doing Rob. Oh, yes, Rob, sorry. Rob, Rob, yeah. Rob. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and to be clear, this was the same, as the person who made the post pointed out, this is the same position that um, we were in for, like, the last half hour of the game. Um, and for most of that last half hour until that last black dart went off on the, um, uh, last black dart went off on the emperor, we were actually winning that game. Um, and we were still miserable. <laughs> it was both games. We were winning until the end and it's just miserable. Like, yeah, because again, it's what can they not do so much as what can you do? Because you can do actually nothing. 
functionally, right. there's nothing you can't. I mean, all right, let's try to replay it. We can do it's it's not like you can't do nothing, but there's there are things you can do, but the, your options are very, very limited. limited. Sure. Yeah, because you can't you can't play with your fun heroes because they have to run and hide, or else they'll get you killed. You have to play a very awkward game. Yeah, that's it's right. like you're playing the game in such a way that arguably it's not designed to be played. You're like yeah. really measuring things out to be like, how can I get certain benefits? in such a way that I can flee the second I need to, but then also be able to like just hold hold the phone. Yeah, it sounds like I should start talking about it. Yeah, it does. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds perfect for you. Um, all right. Well, uh, enough of our bitch session. Um, <laughs> what, uh, uh, what happened, Mick, what happened with you? Oh, I had a great day, actually. So I played uh, one night doubles because I couldn't attend the previous days. Uh, my teammate was Tom Moore. Um, he's kind of a, well. We we called our team Ghosts from the Past because uh, back in two thousand and ten, Tom won the GT and I was second. In twenty eleven, I won the GT. He was second. So it was one of those where Tom hadn't played for many years, and he's just kind of back to the game. And so it was really fun to play with someone who used to be kind of your nemesis, but now we're actually friends. And yeah, it was pretty nice to like. See, see how each other, how, how, how we both play. So, are you friends or are you frenemies? Oh, I think that's. Yeah. Are you sure? Well, depends if I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm playing tomorrow. Well, I, I don't actually. Chair rest. Uh, yeah, so. That's De- fine. Devin, Devin, Devin broke the Devin, chair. stop breaking the furniture. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. James is going to lose his opponent. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're telling the to build with James. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, um, yeah, so we had uh, three really good, cool games. Um, game one was oh yeah, so our army was uh, Ryo's Theoden, basically my uh, singles list plus a captain. Um, so we played three games because uh, Friday is only three, three, three games. Uh, game one we played against Paul Kelly and Cameron Bell. They had um, the uh, Mercud Pale <coughs> uh, Beasts of uh, Mercud uh, Legion. Um, that was, what's this scenario called where you sort of, well, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty much regardless of the scenario. Um, game started with us charging on turn one with, with all of our Royal Guards. And luckily for us, we basically won almost every combat and killed with almost everything. The point where we were like, "Oh, we're actually killing too fast. Like the game is just gonna, just gonna end, and <laughs> it's not gonna be uh, very, very good." Um, so uh, yeah, we won the, the the first one uh, very quite quickly without almost losing anything. Then uh, on the in the second round, we were playing as Adam Trog and Mark Stone. So the, uh, I actually posted a picture on the GBHL site. Uh, where I said that there was an almost 80 years of G- of, of MESBG experience on that table. God, what nerds! Yeah, it's <laughs> like I've been I've been playing for almost 20 years. Same same for Tom. Then Adam's been playing for more than 20 years. Yeah, and, and Mark, I think like almost eight, almost 10 or something like that. I thought you were gonna say that you've been playing for two. The other guys were playing for two, and Adam is a lot older than we thought he was. <laughs> Well, maybe yes. <laughs> no, like, but um, I, I still remember uh, meeting Adam like what, 15, 20 years ago, and I, I must have been like, I, I was a teenager, 
and yeah, we were like we've already known each other since then, and I've known Tom since since that time. So it was just one of those like really cool blasts from the past. Um, so they played, and that was um the Clash of Champions or Clash of Champions, the double doubles game. So we had our uh, gambling and Theoden with some guys Rohan and Royal Guards, and they had uh, Boromir, Captain of the White Tower, leading Ministry of Warriors at uh, night, and Imrahil leading uh, Peepdom's knights, uh, the Dilemmat Knights. So, um, yeah, it, it started quite slowly, but then we basically, we, we started winning, we, started, we, we then started losing, then we started winning again, then we started losing again, and it was getting, it was really close for like most of it, like an hour and a half, and then Imrahil, who ran out of might, got surrounded by Rises Rohan, then wiped three of them off, then next turn got surrounded by by Rise of Rohan, wiped three of them off, and then we realized they didn't actually have enough models for our heroes to kill anymore. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, like out of out of like a very very tight, very close game of like uh, five wins to, to uh, five five kills to us, six kills to them, seven kills to us, and suddenly it's like twelve kills to them. Okay, game over. <laughs> they only have like twenty models. Um, yeah, and then uh, third game we played against. One sec. Sorry, I can't remember the names exactly. Uh, we played. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we played against um, Matthew Lockwood and Peter Evans, um, who had uh, Lothlorien uh, led by Kelleborn and uh, Rivendell led by Elrond. In the scenario where uh, both armies, uh, well, each each army has a, a player starting in the middle, and then the other player comes from behind the opponent um, on the on uh, from the border. So it started really well for us because we basically just rammed them all cavalry in and surrounded the Caliborn part. We were we 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 managed to break them first, and then one or two turns happened where our army just collapsed, and despite <clears throat> despite thinking, oh, we, we might actually win this. We end up with a draw. I was a bit like, oh, I just don't know what just happened. Which is kind of a standard situation in, in SPG. Sometimes you just, no matter, no matter what happens, you're like, oh, that's not what it's supposed to happen. Um, the highlight of the game was when Dernhelm charged a banner bearer and lost combat. And had she, had she killed the banner bearer, we won it. So that was annoying. Anyway, that's... Right. Hey, yeah. It's been it's been three really good games against three really nice teams, and yeah, like a very nice, enjoyable. And actually, an important note for those listeners: you notice Matt had six games and Nick had three yeah. for the exact same event. Uh, Articon yeah. actually split it up. technically two. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, and by exact same, he means. Entirely different. Yes. Yes. It's yes. entirely different, same events. Because actually, there's, there's well, how many events are there as part of our event? There's the qualifiers, there's the doubles two days, there's yeah. the doubles one day, there's yeah. the uh, in Arda, there's the masters, and then there's the main events. So six. six. Yeah, yeah, six events. Yeah. Over five days. And there's the hidden seventh event for all who qualify. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just you, Dan? We don't speak about it. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so basically, um, I guess for me, 
Uh, I actually wasn't supposed to play in the doubles. I, I was going to show up and just troll Alistair and Matt and mock them about having to fight Black Riders. So Rob and that. Yeah, Rob and that. Sorry, fake Rob. I had to troll him. And no, real Rob. Real Rob. Yeah. New Rob. Rob replacement. New, New Rob. Rob. <laughs> New and improved Rob. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, Alistair Rob Rob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More hair. <laughs> <laughs> he he rope, ropes hair. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, yeah, get this handsome man. That's the podcast. So uh, so basically, you know, I wasn't supposed to play doubles, but during the Masters qualifiers, one of the British players had their guy go to Masters, so he was alone. Kind of a consequence weird, you know, of winning uh, Masters. That's actually how. And, and actually, just for people keeping scores, it was a consequence of me losing to Sean because it yes. was supposed to be Sean's doubles partner. <laughs> yep. So the guy Matt lost to, which is the whole reason he was in doubles, is now his partner is my partner now. And then Evan abandoned Matt, and so Alistair got it, or Rob had to jump in. So and what about screen year? Well, Rainier was like, well, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna play with Alistair actually. Actually, oh, yeah. I abandoned oh, Alistair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was in with Alistair. I abandoned Alistair. Evan was with Matt. Evan abandoned Matt. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I replaced someone who got abandoned. Exactly. Long story short, if you're worth the Americans, you're either getting abandoned or help getting out. Half of the people in this room have serious abandonment issues. <laughs> take probably a combined 30 years of therapy to work out, but yes. beyond that. Exactly. So I wasn't even here for most of it. I just yeah. got abandoned. You just got abandoned <laughs> by all of us. <laughs> so basically, I ended up in the doubles. You know, and it was, uh, I can't actually pull up my screen and such because my name was Sean Lang throughout the entire event. So I actually didn't really know where we were. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, his name for the event was Evan. Yes. Oh, so yeah. henceforth like, through wow, this double different person. <laughs> he has a beard now. So I, as the new uh, Sean Lang, got to play Fields of Calibrant Army. And uh, for those who don't know, it's Errol the Young with King of Man, Knight of the White Tower, and and then People. Um, and I finally got to play Sons of Errol because I actually never tried it. And imagine many of you haven't either because, you know, they kind of suck now. Um, what is the blinking? Oh, it is blinking. It's a blinking question. Oh, oh. no, it's, it's a shutter speech. Uh, we're not cutting that out either. <laughs> 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 All right. So um, we're, we're not we're not in a station either. Like so. Yeah, I mean honestly, we did pretty well. Uh, considering the army, I would call the army sort of a mediocre-ish army. It actually is a little bit more competitive than you would think right off the bat. But we decided to go ahead and do Operation YOLO on most of our games, and this is where I'm going to name my pet peeve against bears because Matt says that he doesn't like riders and Alistair doesn't like riders. They lost against those twice. I lost against bears twice. Bears were an unfun experience. And like literally we couldn't go. But they're so soft and cuddly. <laughs> yeah. Well they sold their forage. I think we spent literally sold his forage there. Spent half the death of torment killing bears <laughs> or getting killed by them. But no, you know what? It was a lot of fun. We ended up fighting armies of the dead. Um, we ended up fighting East Wing Empire, uh, you know, empires. Um, there's quite a few. 
There are. There are. <laughs> we ended up fighting. I'm trying to think of the first two rounds. I don't know. I'm sure there were great matches though. Um, yeah, there were there were a lot of bears here. I remember. I mean, we played bears in our first round, and then um, we went up and we were in like, you know, we were up at. Yeah, I think we were on table two for our, our next round. Yeah. And like I look to the left of me up at table one and there are bears. I look to the right of me over at table three and there are bears. And it's like I'm surrounded by bears. Yeah, there were, bears there were bears all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of experience against bears now. So I mean, no, but to be honest though, unlike the Black Riders, which actually is an unfun experience. Um, that no, bears are fine. Um, in fact, they nerfed them. I think actually the nerfs really helped. I'll say that the six up saves part fell far less oppressive than the five of ones. Um, so, and we actually were able to kill one on like basically almost full might because of the fact that we couldn't save all the wounds. So, yeah, we actually totally surrounded it um, and then promptly died afterward as the entire army just destroyed us. But other than that, it, it was good. We uh, three wins, three losses, and there were great games all around. So, so which by the way, we're going to get into Evan's spoiler alert. Because Evan, you just got the results of your masters, right? Yeah, we yeah. both just. Do you want to go the first? And I'll like end it. Really oh no, no, no! Let's let's go let's go one and one. This is <laughs> okay. the fun way. Okay. Analogy wise, so Samwise Gamgee is going to Mordor, and he brings with him his best thing, which is a potato. He's Samwise. I'm the potato. <laughs> That's how the whole event. So I was coming in like not playing really for the past three years, and I was like, this will be fun. I used to be good. Used to be good, and. uh First game played an amazing guy out of, he's French, but he lives in Quebec. So he's not French-Canadian, but he is a French-Canadian. Really interesting. Um, it was Seize the Prize. Um, he had Royal Guard spam on horse with like four of the really good Rohans. We go into it. I get really lucky at first because he grabbed the objective. Then I charged and killed him. Then I won a, won a roll off and I ran away. But then just his army cut me like butter. And I didn't really hide Dalmir. I should have hit him knowing that I'd have three victory points. Hide the leader, get broken, calculate that. So he took out Dalmir, broke me, and I had the, the, the prize. So it was a 5-3 loss. Second game, I played this wonderful guy from London called Jay. I forgot his last name. Akara? Akara, yeah. Um, it was assassination, so I was like, awesome. Finally, a list that I can, like, or a scenario I could play because I brought Khand, or excuse me, Umbar and Harad, and then it was against Assault on Helm's Deep. And, yeah, that was... Do you feel all Assault on Helm's Deep has sufficient nerfs? You wouldn't know. You didn't play the original. You didn't play the Assault. Oh, you never played, oh, the, never played the, original. the original. Oh wow! You haven't played in that long. All right, so yeah, like, like I'm like I'm like, what is this? Right, yeah. he's, like, he's like, are you okay? Do you have anything? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god! All right, yeah. like last time when you played against ballistas, there were like there were no ballistas. No one really played. No one really last played. time, I don't last time when you played against ballistas, they were used by dwarves. Yeah, it's true. Jeez. It's true. Well, like, yeah, I've been out for a long. That's time. That's actually a really good perspective to know how long Rainier has been out. Yeah, you're like people use them in seizures. So you really didn't actually know what the Legion was? No, he, he was super nice. So he told me exactly what it did, and I was like, oh, sweet. So, <laughs> uh, well, this is fun. Okay. And then I was like, it's one of those things where you they people explain how it's played, but then you learn the hard way. Like, the, how, the, the extra rules on how it's played, you're like, oh, crap. So, um, how many bolts did he have? He had, I think, what, one and two ballistas? Two ballistas. Two ballistas and one bolt? 
No, well, well, six fifty. Yeah, one bomb, yeah, yeah, one yeah, bomb yeah, two ballistas, yeah. and I think something like twelve crossbows or thirteen. Wasn't he the runner-up last year? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was really good. Um, I should have charged everything, but I just charged and shot, and then he took it. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. You were probably just like, I don't, I don't like yeah. they're, they're, they're ballistas. They're 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 for no, because I was gonna be like, games. I was gonna be like, they're oh, gonna he's, gonna shoot. Exactly. he's gonna he's gonna shoot the walls here. Yeah, they shoot louder. But it's true because I learned the hard way because I thought, okay, like he's gonna shoot the ballistas. I roll the scatter and I'll just put a random guy right. Yeah. So I did it like that. But he's like, no, everyone in front of that guy gets hit too. Oh, and I was like, right, so or ha- has an in the way. So of course he's gonna hit someone in the front, just knock it. So I was like, oh shoot. So he took me out like that, and I think I lost that game. Because I guess you like have been out so long. Like the ballistas or siege you would have played against was the Iron Hills ballista. Yeah, it, it would have worked. It's a volleyball. It would have gone straight over. Exactly. Yeah. So like I'm learning on the fly with a whole bunch of masters players and realized, oh my gosh, no, but it was good. I didn't lose too poorly actually in most of these games. <laughs> most of these games. So that happened. Third game comes around. I played uh, Pascal from Germany's um, Lake Town kind of Tariel thrown in some guys. And, Blah blah blah. So it's like Army of Lake Town. Army of Lake Town mm-hmm. with uh, some Markwood, no wizard. Um, but it was um, Contest of Champions. And I went kind of too like aggressive because before I stopped playing the game, I played Cond and what was it? Cond and Easterlings and Camels and stuff. So I was like, I'll be really aggressive with Dalmir. He dies like round two. And then I just like. And he had the Master of Lake Town as his champion? No, he had Bart with the, the two uh, games. He dies. Uh, does I lose again? I think it was eleven to one, pretty badly. Come today, being like I need to get one victory, lose again to Victor <laughs> to a nice Swedish guy. At uh, what was well, it? It was a Victor. Yeah. It was a Victor for him. A yeah. double Victor. I mean, it's, it's a Victor. Don't yeah. you always lose to Victor? <laughs> I do. Yeah, but I lost to him on reconnoiter. Almost um, by definition. True. 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 It was a long day, and then I finally played. Uh, what was the guy's name? Antonio. Oh, oh yeah, but, but like you're saying, you were a long game. Why play S? We're all like correcting his name. He's just like a block. All I saw was black and dice is fly. So for those of you who are who are just listening to this and not on video, um, you can actually see the little Tweety birds kind of circling around right here. So it's true, guys. It's true. I'm exhausted. No, but I played him. Um, we played. Capture control. Um, good game. He throw he had the watcher in the water, which was pretty scary, and the Shadow Lord, Black Numerian line, goblins with spears, and uh what's his name? Derbers. Derbers, yeah, yeah. So right away I was like, okay, I'm not gonna commit everything and be stupid like what I did with Pascal. Held my heroes back besides the captain. Um, watcher comes in first round. Watcher doesn't do anything. I mean the watcher, this poor guy rolled so poorly, and I rolled more sixes than I've seen in a satanic ritual. Like, <laughs> like it was not good for him. But he rolled, uh, I think he did 14 shots with the watcher the whole game, hit twice. And then also his magic on the first turn, he tried to compel um, Soladan. So I know he's going to compel, I'm going to resist it, but I'm have to spend resources, and he might get it next time. He rolled two ones on the compel. And like that's kind of how his rolling was going. And I hit a lot of six. Battle lines hit. Um, I had Black Numenorians in the right space. Just wouldn't die to his Black Numenorians because he wasn't getting sixes. And my captain killed like eight guys. 
and was like surrounded twice. A bat came into him and he survived the whole game. It was crazy. But uh, game ended and I think I won that one six to two, I think. Six to two. The last game I played. So before before you start the last game, were you were you at this point in contention for the for the, for the diamond school or the? Golden, I was. I was I'm calling school. it the golden school the golden right school. now, but it's probably a golden toilet. <laughs> so I was I was in contention for the golden spoon. Super excited. Um. Then we get hold ground against dwarves. It was uh. What was it? Oh, Thorns company. Thorns company. So I was like, I got this in the bag. Apparently, I did not. <laughs> I made another stupid Barnes company or Champions of Arrow. Champions of Arrow. Oh, was like Colin? Yeah, he was so uh, nice. Yeah, that was like yeah. the most fun I've had in a long time. I mean, if if, some, if somebody somebody took Thorin's company to the Masters, my hat would go off to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but he came in on, he came on the nine doors, right? Was that eight, he had eight, eight but he came in with Evan too because he won. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But super nice. We had a lot of fun. We were talking about. It. He was like really nice because I hadn't played in a long time. I was like, look, I'm relearning some stuff. Everything does everything. I have no idea what your army does. He explained it to me. We had a good time. And then, um, again, I didn't play too conservatively with Dalmir, to where he killed him late, latish in the game. Like, that's two victory points. And then um, I could have tied it on a one or two because he broke me. Didn't go. Then I could have won it on a one or two. Didn't happen. Then I could have won it on a one or two again. Didn't happen. And he just piecemealed me. But it was a minor loss. I think it was five to three also. So, so what was the total score? The total score, I got one win. Oh, the total score of that game? Or no, no, no. Yeah, so the whole thing. One win. Five one losses. win, five losses, and I checked right now. I did not get the goal. Oh. Yeah, I was really rooting to get last place, but I got second to last. So. Oh, even oh, with being a loser, I'm wow. the bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even do that. I can't even do that. Get out of here. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, the guy that I beat. Antonio, Antonio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. last year's winner. Yeah, this shows you the uh, how turbulent Masters is because the person who won Masters last year came dead last. Yeah, and yeah, the Masters. thing about it, there's no submarining because you go down and you play someone really good, but also they didn't repeat it too. So if you're like going down and you're 18th, you're still going to play against someone like yeah, thirteen. You're always or playing like twelve, yeah. like, because they don't want to repeat them. So you just like going. Yeah, it's like it's like last year round three. I was bottom table. I was like, that's gonna be an easy game. I'm playing Jayfair <laughs> <laughs> because he had also lost the first two rounds. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't really have an easy game at the Masters. That's like the whole point. Yeah, you cannot separate. But it was nice though because we're gonna like for the GT like put a lot of effort into it, and it was good to see what these new legions to me did can do well like the different play styles and like the, the speed of game at a 650 because when i lived in the u.s we didn't do 650 really. we, yeah. we always did 800 or yeah. 750 at the least so it's yeah, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a really different game between like six or seven or eight hundred like yeah. different armies well well evan all right well uh i also showed up to masters just like rainier i uh, i was on his shoulder <laughs> track yeah. he so I, I originally I shoulders of giants or shoulders <laughs> originally it seemed like when we were signing up for the, the tournament and everything, it seemed like the last chance qualifiers was gonna have like 120, 130 players. Um and it was gonna be just the, the first the first place would get the ticket. So I just assumed that I would never qualify whatsoever. So I, I took 
a uh, less less extreme, less overly competitive army than I did last year. I took Fear Minister, um, which so was Boromir, um, Horse Flag, Magil Damrod, um, Avenger Bolt Thrower, and then Eleven ish Fountain Court, Eleven uh, ish Rangers, and then just Warriors Minister to fill it out. So it was still a, a competitively made army, but it wasn't what I would say is the the top tier of uh, of lists, but. I took it, I was like, this is going to require a lot less thought than Angmar, um, and played in four games in last chance qualifiers, and I was exhausted at the end of it, because every game was an absolute nail-biter with that list. That's like, that's the sort of list that Rob would play. Right, Rob? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, like Rob. You, yeah, you, yeah, sent yeah, it, Rob. you sent it, when I saw it in there. Yeah, 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 when I saw you play that list last time, I was <laughs> yeah, you got it really you can lay them all confused I now I now feel very bad for Rob because there were many matchups I got that just seemed completely impossible to do and I was just like internally screaming every time like I, some horrible thing popped up um, but I somehow managed to get four wins in the, the last chance qualifiers which got me into the Masters and then um went into the games, uh, which, so the first one was actually against Victor, um, who Rainier played, was it fourth game, fifth game, something like that. Did you lose um, to Victor? I did not. Oh. I, I was the victor in the that victor. case. So actually, we technically drew because he was a victor and I was a victor too, so. Um, but then he was a victor you, and you were a victor. Who got evicted? Um, I guess both of us, because neither of us played on the same table. Yeah, 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 like, what a big <laughs> um, But yeah, it was, it was seize, seize the prize. Um, he had a very heavy shooting army in a scenario that doesn't really reward heavy shooting. Um, so I march. Uh, he marches as well, because he's like, I don't want to leave you and just grab the prize. That's three points. Um, the, the issue was that uh, my army in combat was just better than because um, yeah, his leader was Angbor, or Ang Ang Angbor the Fearless. Angbor the and he had a bunch of clansmen of Lamadon and pikemen um, so of Dolan and stuff uh, like that. That he unfortunately. But he he went to the middle first, um, and and dismounted, picked up the prize, um, and then I just pushed forward as far as I could go. Next turn, he had a very crucial heroic move roll off, which I won, and then I swamped. The three cab models he had thrown forward um the rest of his line couldn't get in so i just had this wall of fountain court guard in between boromir who was fighting the guy with the prize boromir obviously killed the guy got the prize and there was no he did not have any tools to deal with boromir whatsoever he got him off his horse with elfhelm's throwing spear and then that was it because boromir can just defense against him strike against him there's nothing he can do um and in combat, it was just absolutely brutal for him. Um, my defense seven fight five guys with a six inch banner fighting like against his, his, like his fight four defense five guys, and yeah. just like I broke him um, pretty easily. And then I killed Angbor because he's pretty squishy. And then we were basically playing at the end of the game. He was trying to break me. He'd done a lot of damage with his shooting because he kept his Black Moon Fail Archer's back and his uh, Bolt for her back and her shooting at me. Um, he was trying to break me, and I was trying to get Boromir off the board to get the seven points for the prize. Uh, he did not end up breaking me, and I did end up getting Boromir off the board. So it ended up being a 12-0. Um, 
but it was very much a, a, a situation where the scenario was was very skewed in my favor and that that heroic involved really hurt him um so yeah that was that was round one um it was that's how you should have done it right here <laughs> take notes yeah. All you have to have is yeah, the just scenario take the in your favor, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, get the right scenario. Um, right so, scenario right first. so yeah. why didn't you just do that? Moving on, um, <laughs> because since speaking of scenarios skewed in my favor, we're never really going to have that appear again in this conversation. <laughs> uh, moving on to round two, I played against uh, Sean Lamb um, in Assassination. And for those of you unaware, I have... Damron and a siege veteran as two of my heroes. What you got for? Um, <laughs> you guys, that's how you can avoid this yeah. problem. Don't do it. Don't have Thank Damron you. and a siege veteran. It's not like the entire idea behind my competitive list was based on them. Um, but yeah, uh, and it ended up um, being against Pits of Dogoldor. Um, which was a, a brutal matchup and assassination because yeah, I can't I can't hard. stop Hazard. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, but um, he made what I would say was a very critical mistake early on. There was this woods. I was sitting at the back shooting at him, obviously, with my bolt for my bows. Um, he split his army. He put the keeper on one side with his guys. He put um, Azog and a captain on the other side. And I was targeting the keeper. So I was like, great. He threw his wargs forward super early, charged Boromirian, called a combat, went around, burnt a might off the keeper striking. And I basically just sent a large portion of my army over on the keeper side, and they just didn't do the job. They were just losing fights and not killing guys. Um, Boromir I, would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Choose the better side. Um, but... Uh, it, I, I did win on that flank eventually, but it took so long, um, and it took a long time to kill the keeper. He got the keeper around in a Madril. Uh, I had just a, a brain fart on that. He called the combat charge Madril, killed him. Um, but the next turn, I charged in on the keeper. Um, we both struck up. I won the combat. Um, I roll my dice to wound him. I need two wounds on fives with eight dice from Boromir. I roll no fives and two fours. I have two might points left. I either burn my entire army out of might or I let the keeper live. And I decided to kill the keeper with my last two points of might. And then actually, no, I had one more might point with the siege veteran. But other than that, meanwhile, on the left flank, Azog is just killing four troops a turn. Like there's nothing I can do. I'm basically just moving troops in to make a wall to stop him as long as possible. Because I can't deal with Azog. There's absolutely nothing I can do. Um, so eventually he, he destroys that flank, we both break, um, and basically I'm just running the siege veteran for my life, um, and, and Damrod, because um, is already dead, so I'm just, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, um, and then we do the, the end of the game rolls. First one doesn't work out, um, Azog's going around, um, He's basically destroying destroyed the entire left flank of my army at this point. Um, I'm doing doing my best to stop Azog from getting through. Win a move off next turn, which was very crucial. Pass my courage test with my two heroes. Azog goes in, um, kills a couple more guys. Game still doesn't end. Next turn, do it again. Um, I somehow managed to keep my siege veteran safe. Um, 
Damrod runs away. Um, Azog gets in on Boromir. Uh, he, uh, he either heroic combated it. No, he just straight up heroic combated into him with equal fight. Just won the fight, killed Boromir. That's when you know um, Boromir's lost. You're just for a comedy. Yeah. Like, ah, we don't need to try it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I still have hope because he st- could still be killing the Siege veteran. Game doesn't end. And then Oops. next turn, there, I have two models left on the board, a Ranger and the Siege veteran. That turn happens. Azog kills the Siege veteran. He kills the Ranger. And I'm tabled. Oh, my God. And guess what he was targeting? The Siege veteran. Oh. So... <laughs> Every single round except the final one after I'd killed the Keeper of the Dungeons, I would have won. Right, so then why, why did you roll so badly? Guys, stop <laughs> rolling roll badly when yeah, you roll in the game. Yeah, this is like, not hard. Roll better. To be fair, he had one priority every single time, and he was he was rolling above a two. You know, that's the time. exact same thing he did to me. <laughs> yeah. It is actually the exact same thing. Yeah, he, he. I was talking to him about it. Song, right? He was talking about how he was he was rolling very well with this one specific die that apparently was yeah. doing well. But um, yeah. Uh, so it ended up being an eight six win to him um, because he had killed Boromir. Um, that that got him the, the points. Um, so it was a little unfortunate on my head, my end. I think it was like seventy percent chance I win, thirty percent chance he wins, but. And this is unfortunate getting a bad scenario against a bad matchup. <laughs> it it happens. Well, I think in that situation, we just lost so much money trying to kill the keeper. Yeah, like the, trying to wipe his board. The, the issue was like the the alternative wasn't any better. Yes. No. No. I'm not. I'm not saying you tactically messed up. I'm just saying what what should have happened didn't. Yeah. Sportman should have wrecked that whole squad, but it didn't happen. So. He's been a lot more my time this way. But um yeah, it was it was a really fun game despite the uh the unfortunate luck on my part. Um Sean's a really great guy. Um and you know I wasn't too too fussed with losing against masters. So Sean's taken on three of us by now. Yep. Oh yes, wow. Yeah. And I played with his doubles partner. Yeah. I, I feel like, like you're a traitor, I'm not wrong. I am, yeah, no, I just slept with the enemy. I did. Actually, I slept with the enemy's wife. All right. Um, So, moving on from that, round three, I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this is going to be a a nicer matchup, right? I'm I'm excited for this, and of course, I draw a contest of champions against Agnar with the Witch King on Felbeast and Golovar. Um, which is a absolutely atrocious mashup because basically they can just transfix my Boromir every turn. Golovar can go in and just murder everything, and then the Witch King can get a couple kills and just be safe. And then that's pretty much it. Um, and I had one one saving grace in that game, and that was the tent setup. So to describe this tent setup. I think you guys have all seen it because it's like on every fourth yeah. board. The three times. There's three there's so there's three woods on the sides. We didn't care about those, they didn't matter. But there were also three tents um sort of surrounding the middle of the board. So obviously contest you deploy right in the middle of the board. So I deployed between two of the tents. There's the middle here, one tent here, one tent here. I deployed in between that. Just put a shield wall down, left a little gap for Boromir. Uh, put him down. He basically just deployed his, his orcs right against that with the Witch King and Gulliver behind. 
And I had a serious warband deployment advantage on him uh, because of the bolt thrower. Um, so I just put the bolt thrower back. I put Boromir's warband up front. And then um, I I came I actually came up with that idea after I deployed Boromir's warband. I'm like, he's deployed his, his um, flying monsters back there. I am going to make it so that he cannot land anywhere at all behind my lines. So I took my Madril's Warband and Damrod's Warband and just spread them out in this 12-inch bubble where neither Gullivar nor the Witch King could charge. Um, so he, so round one, I win priority, which is crucial because it means I can dismount Boromir so he can't black dart him off a horse, which would lose me a turn of combat with Boromir. Send Boromir into two guys, charge some other guys in there, um, normal stuff. Um, and then he manages to get the Witch King in on two guys um, without uh, the, the Boromir's banner being in range. He, he got a couple, a couple specters, and then he got a compel, and then charged in. Uh, we both called for a combats. Uh, he killed two and then flew on top of a tent so I couldn't get him, and I killed two, went into a couple more, and uh, lost the combat with Boromir. So I, I wasn't able to get a lead on kills early on, so it was going to be quite tough. Gullivar could not get in on the first turn at all. So he flew around to the side of the tent, um, basically looking at some guys that had gotten out on the edge. Next turn, I heroic move. I win the move off. And then I changed my entire strategy and pushed my entire army into this little gap in between all of the tents and made it so Gullivar could not see a single model um, at all. So Gullivar couldn't charge. I put my wall of fountain court actually behind. I had a wall in front and then a wall of fountain court behind my army so that he could specter any guys back for Gullivar to charge. And then I basically forced him to make a decision, which is the Witch King can compel a guy out and charge him with either the Witch King and Gullivar or something else, or he can try and transfix Boromir. And he decided to try and transfix Boromir. Gullivar couldn't get a fight in uh, on turn two. Um, so, yeah, on the first turn, he tried to transfix on Boromir. Um, I rolled two dice. I resisted it. Um, so I have uh, one left. Um, and at that point, uh, I chose not to resist um, because I didn't feel like my positioning was right. And his Witch King wasn't in a position to do any damage because I had a line of fight five behind because I had made sure now that Boromir's banner affected every single model in my army. Um, so Boromir didn't do anything. Uh, obviously, I have a line of fountain court, so I'm doing more damage to his line than he is to mine. Um, and then that a similar thing sort of continued on for a couple of turns. I managed to slip a guy through next turn into where Golovar had moved and pin him in place, and he botched his heroic combat with Golovar and couldn't move him. Um, and then so that turn went all right. I decided to resist that turn managed to resist, got two more kills with Boromir. Um, so I was ahead 4-2 at that point. Um, and he's getting pretty desperate. His captain's out of might completely. Um, Gullivar is down to like one or two, which King's down to one, uh, my point. But then the next turn, he got his shot, where he, he flew Gullivar around. He managed to move him, basically spread his guys out, made a little hole for Boromir. Transfixed Boromir because at that point I was out of will and charged the Witch King into him. Heroic struck, uh, rolled a one and lost the fight. Oh, um, strike. 
Now, mathematically, even if he had won the fight, it wouldn't have been the end of it because on average he doesn't kill Boromir with, with just the Lich King. Um, but after that, he completely burnt himself out of might. Right. Um, and I had a couple left. I think I had like maybe one with Madril, one with Boromir, something like that. Um, so it was pretty much a pretty much a win from there. I broke him. Um, didn't manage to kill the Lich King. Actually, on the last turn, Boromir double won his courage test to charge the Lich King, um, and he uh, <laughs> and he got an extra kill from that. So I didn't double him on kills, but in the end, it was a five zero. And it was extremely intense. Um, yeah, actually, the whole time I thought you were setting up for how you lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you want? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was a very intense game. Uh, he was a very fun guy to play against. Uh, he was very frustrated with, with how I had played all of my guys because um, this is one of the Italians. He oh, was okay. uh, Ricardo, I believe his name. Yes, oh, Ricardo. Okay. Um, he was a lovely guy, and I, you know, I'd, I'd make these moves, and he'd be like, Oh, I can't go anywhere with any of my big flappy things, which is fair. Like when you take those models, you want to do stuff with them. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you did the right thing. You made it so he couldn't do anything. Yeah, I, I made it so he had as little fun as he would. Yes, exactly. That's what you do against Angmar, by the way. As an Angmar player, you just make them have so little fun that they give up. He didn't give up, by the way. But but he is a master's player. Your other bunch. Yes. Why don't why don't Angmar players just play black cards? Well, because they, they haven't that, sold their soul yeah. quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the seventh circle hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we all just play Black Riders and then we'd all have no fun and therefore everybody would have fun, right? <laughs> no, I'm pretty I sure that's not. You know, I honestly think that most players don't instinctively know how powerful they are. No, like you no, see no. nine riders, you know, like, oh, it's a bit like you know, the, the, the flying circus, yeah. Like, there were, there in was, fairness, there was, like two or three players, assault on Helmsley, kept yeah. them epic. You what? assault on Helmsley, kept them epic. Can we nerf assault on Helms deep and they all came out of the woodwork? Pretty well. I mean, you think you have like 15 crossbows and like two ballistas and a bomb, okay. all of which can shoot into combat, all of which can shoot into <laughs> combat and don't I, care I think about assault on off flooring. Um, still does pretty well against them. Yeah, they would shoot in combat. Or Corsairs do okay. Yeah. Any evil army. Yeah, you should Any evil with mass army shooting. A lot of shooting. Big mass, mass shooting evil armies should do okay. In theory. Which is actually similar with Angmar because you can just shoot in Polovar's combat. So they yeah, are actually similar. <laughs> do you remember that game? Yeah, I do remember that game really well. <laughs> I love it. So I, I played Warbly, and like, I, was the first time I played you that? Actually, I don't think it was the first. No, it wasn't the first time. It was one of the ones, but I'm like really like, I'll throw the models here, throw the models there. And Matt's very particular, really good at game. So yeah, I misplaced Soladan. He somehow had, what, like one wound left? And then he throws Golovar into him, and I have four crossbows, and I'm like, I'm gonna kill Soladan, so he's not gonna rogue combat and like take the thing and do everything. So I throw four shots at uh, Soladan's that combat, three hit, and I'm like, okay, one needs to hit uh, Soladan and kill him. All of them hit Golovar, and I'm like, shoot, roll the dice, five, five, six, boom. Then Golovar like left, and Matt and I just looked at each other like, oh. what? To be fair. So, like, very clever combat. Anymore. Boom. Oh, 
Golovar. Oh, Golovar. Sorry. Oh, he can't call her a combat. Yeah, because he's not in combat anymore. Because he's dead. That's true. I'm like, what? Yeah, that far gone from the game that I'm making. Did they have a Q? He can't call her. What? Actually, yeah. Guys, I'm tired. Yeah, me too. All right, Evan, wrap it up. All right. Um, I have three more games, but I'm not going to go into the same detail that I did with the, the last game. Um, so everybody can go to bed. Um, so game four was against uh, Luca from Italy. Um, and he had assault on Lothlorien. And speaking of bad matchups, we played Reckoner. Um, he had he had 53 models. I had 37. I couldn't really shoot at him. He could shoot me to death. So it was a a nightmare matchup of the game. So night assault. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we 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 played it out. Um, I did my best. I had to spread my army out a bit. Had like a more focused center with Boromir in the middle. Um, and then uh, we were, I was losing a lot of priorities, which I think is the only reason that I even had a chance in that game, was, was losing priorities so I could react to what he was doing. Um, and eventually what ended up happening is I, I faked him out uh, one way, and then I went around another way, and I engaged him fully, and I just started chopping through goblins. Um, I was rolling pretty well with that. Um, and while he was trying to infiltrate on the right side. He basically gave up on the left side because um, he didn't have any fast-moving models over there. Um, and we got to a point, um, the last two turns of the game were completely dependent on priority rolls. So on the second to last turn, I won priority and pinned a bat swarm, which was in 12 inches of the edge of the board. Um, and there was a spider that wasn't quite in range that he moved in range next turn as well. Um, and I continued killing stuff in the center. And then next turn, uh, he I was getting really close to breaking him, so he needed um, this priority to be able to, to get his models off the board. And he rolled a one and was like, oh my god, no, this is horrible. And then, of course, I rolled a one as well. And I had one priority last turn, so he won priority. I had basically taken my bolt thrower on the left side and run it across the entire board to the right side. So I had one might point over there, called a heroic move, but I couldn't pin the bat. I could only pin the spider. And then the bat flew off the board, got him three points. I broke him. I was super close to breaking, but he didn't quite manage it. So it ended up being a draw. So it wasn't a board throw, it was a board. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> only on the Unexpected Podcast. Um... So that was a draw. Um, and then round five, I played against Men of the West, which we have often criticized on this podcast. And I don't think ever seen before. I've never, I've never seen it. No. Yeah. Let alone in a master's event. But yeah, he was doing extremely well, obviously, because this was like table. Well, keep in mind, though, it's still test. There's literally no reason to play the Legion. Like, you can absolutely just play exactly what the Legion lets you do and get better stuff because you can hold it down if you're. So you, you trade out mounted heroes for for further. Well, to counter that point, if he had taken a normal list without men of the West, that was the same composition, he would have lost. 
it was maybe a little too late. Um, because we were playing capture and control, and I had broken him, but he was on all the objectives, and his fearless being able to auto-pass all courage chests when he was broken saved the game for, for him. And I was one turn off of grabbing all of the objectives and the game ended. So uh, it was a really good game. So you lost against the win of the rush. I did. Disowned. I know. Disowned. The unexpected it, podcast honestly, does not endorse this. It was good and bad. It was a good and bad matchup. Because I can't I can't do anything to Aragorn. I can't kill Aragorn in any way. Because the only hitter I have is Boromir and he makes on sixes. Um, and also, Boromir is dead in the story by the time this... this that was a huge forms. problem, yes. So they had to um, just and fix as that a, narrative as a consequence, <laughs> as a consequence of being dead in the story, Boromir killed a grand total of, like, two models. Yeah, that Because they were... The entire army was Defense 7. It was just spam Minas Tirith warriors. And then Aragorn was killing four guys a turn. Um, so basically, I had to rely entirely on my bolt thrower. I had, like, five or six sets of turns because I set up where my entire army was on one side and the bolt thrower had just this gap down the middle to shoot through and I think I rolled like four or five ones on my random d6 shots um, and the bolt thrower very much underperformed in that game but uh, well, there you go that's how you win with men of the west you just need your opponent to underperform the bolt thrower Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he was a really good player despite his list being very very wacky. Um, and yeah, uh, on the last turn, he could have won. He didn't. So perfect. you know, to be fair though, uh, Kalman, who uh, the guy with the champions list, he beat you. Uh, he... Just just in case. Yeah. In case anyone forgot on the podcast. No, he also mentioned that Men of the West list, and then he lost against it too. Yeah. Yeah, so that Men of the West list was actually... Because he said it was really hard to get through their armor. Yeah. Yeah, but what does that mean? So, Men of the West are better than the Champions of Fairbrook, or are better than Rainier? I think everything's better than me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Rainier hasn't played in three years. Yeah, someone's going to have, have record order with Ents, and they'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a Goblin Town, and Ents, and I lost. <laughs> <laughs> what did you lose? I sent the Goblin King in the Tribute. <laughs> I kept wow, turning. The Goblin King would probably survive in the Tribute. That is actually true. <laughs> Not with my dice rolls. <laughs> Uh, we'll yeah. see. But tomorrow's going to be interesting. Yeah. Wait, there's one more game notes. Yeah. If, if I may have one or not. Oh, Sorry. yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, right so here. I'm like, make it end, guys. <laughs> I can't even look at a dice. Yeah. Like, so I, I played against another person Rainier played against, which was Pascal. Um, you're like, should I mention that he lost? <laughs> yeah, so. I saw that little pause in your voice, and you're like, that Rainier played against. <laughs> <laughs> so I may or may not have won against the two people that Rainier lost against, but moving yeah, on. Yeah, um, yeah. Evan is the better. <laughs> well, I certainly you rolled you better. Than me against Pascal? Um, I did. Yes. Um, it, was, it was hold ground, and it was probably the simplest game I played all weekend. We, oh, yeah. He, his, his, he, he, he deployed his entire army on so one I side of think, the board. I don't think Rainier Mm. That would have been the same yeah. 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 That would have been the guest fate. Me being against eight models that hold ground, that was my best scenario. <laughs> my best scenario that I lost. 
I was just, I was standing. I was like, let's just go now. <laughs> how could this possibly fail? Out, out, of, out of interest, you literally you stay out of combat until 30 minutes and then you run your entire army into yeah, the set. but we were both like the bottom table and it was so much fun and yeah, like yeah. It, it, it was one of those things where it's like let's just have fun with it let's not nitpick let's have fun uh but yeah i was the toast and my models were the butter and he just scraped it all over <laughs> yeah but how did you go but yeah it was it was very um it was very simple in the way we played because we both rolled well for Maelstrom, so he deployed on one side of the board, I deployed on the other side of the board, and we just ran at the center. Um, he got there slightly before me, um, but I just started chopping through his guys because he had Lake Towners. I had he played survivors. Uh, he played survivors with uh, Tariel and uh, some elves. Ally. Mm. Do you like that Barbets or not? Uh, not against Defense Seven Fountain. How many models did he have? Uh, he had like forty-four. I wonder why Tariel looked like. Him. Um, killing. He, yeah, Insider? killing. Um, which so un disagree. unfortunately the the matchup was not great for him because I had so much defense seven. Yeah. His Tariel and his Bard couldn't get their heroic combats off. Uh, Tariel couldn't kill anything. Um, and yeah, my she guys. Kill much in one game too. Or no, she did actually. Okay. <laughs> she killed your spirit. <laughs> no, this okay. this event killed my spirit. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I ended up uh, breaking him and having more models in the center, so it was, it was six up. Nice. So um, all in all, it was a very fun tournament, a lot of fun games. I came fifth overall. Oh, four two is pretty decent. Such a cool. I wasn't four two. Good, yeah. It was three wins, one draw. Two oh, what yeah, were the top three? three? So the top three, two I believe, J. Claire came third. He was four two. Mm -hmm. Um, he had uh, the the yeah. assault player I played against. And drew against in the fourth round, um, came second, and then Kylie, who also had assaults, came first. I so think both of them won contests. Uh, they didn't. Oh, neither. They didn't. Uh, Ky well, Kylie. Kylie won. Kylie did. Um, Kylie won against Pitts and Gilbert Warton. Yeah, yeah. She actually. I, I'm I'm guessing as a guy turned one. He didn't. No, he did not. As, as a, she actually has struggled to hold him down. Yeah. She actually did. Wow. Did she? Uh, she explained it at breakfast. It was like she was transfixing him for a number of turns, but like eventually she just kind of ran out of steam with it. And I forgot what happened. She'll have to explain the more. She was oh, transfixing, yeah. shooting into combat, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, shooting into combat to wipe his combats out. Yeah, yeah. she knew the trackers. She said save her life. Like, oh, because he died. So no, well, they fired well, into the combat. Oh, uh, the trackers. Yeah, they, 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 okay. yeah she yeah. just put a lot of trackers because she had the orc. Oh yeah, so, oh, yeah, so then, so then you're, actually, you're actually getting plus one to kill your own orcs. You are getting plus one to kill your yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so actually this nerf yeah. made the army stronger. In yeah, she way. actually yes. believes it did. She believed the nerf made the army stronger. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, but he, the, the other guy did lose against uh, Easter Wings. It was like 2-0 mm. or something okay. like that. But then he drew in one with the rest of it. Jerry, I believe, something like exactly the same list he had last year. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, he actually said that he, uh, he was going to submit a list, but then he saw in the Tourney app that there was an option to pick your old list. And he was like, oh, cool. Play. So he just made that. <laughs> this will save me 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why he's close. So for reference for this tournament, first place was on six wins. 
but next one down was four wins, a draw, and a loss, and then there was four wins and two losses. So yeah. it shows you how everyone was basically around the middle because everyone was beating and losing to everyone except for Kylie. And um, me, I was just losing. <laughs> <laughs> you were like Kylie the opposite. Yeah, that's right. You are not negative, Kyle. So I failed at failing. You failed. I double <laughs> failed. You couldn't even be. You suck at sucking. <laughs> you couldn't even be laughing. <laughs> All right. Well, so. This won't conclude our Articon rounds. We're actually going to be doing another episode, so watch out for that, where we're going to be talking about our GT rounds and how we did during those and our experiences at Articon. So, with all that being said, uh, we will all talk to you very soon. And don't play Wraiths.